Chris, what's your favorite color? I don't have one. Oh, see, you don't seem blaggy to me. You seem oh, okay. that, was like, that was a half second. That was fine. It's very yeah, exciting. So I took a half second to think question? about it. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty fast. All right, Chris, what number is one? One. <laughs> I don't understand that question. <laughs> Difficult one. Uh, we're, that's, we're testing the lag of his brain that time. Exactly. <laughs> I'm still behind, guys. I still haven't whoa, caught on to that whoa. one. <laughs> what number isn't one, Chris? Four. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. It's two as well. <laughs> two as well. <laughs> All the good ones up. are taken. <laughs> Good morning, Beat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 234. We have now done as many episodes as the restaurant Oceans 234, which is a restaurant on Deer, in Deerfield Beach, Florida, which features such great reviews on the internet as Food with a View, four stars, On the Beach, four stars, and a beautiful all-male waitstaff that couldn't care less. Two stars. <laughs> are, are you sure Ocean's 234 isn't just the eventual sequel to Ocean's 13? <laughs> we're phoning it in by that point. <laughs> and now we're going to rob this casino with you and 233 of your closest <laughs> friends. Uh, speaking of attractive things that aren't trying very hard, this week we're talking about Divergent the Movie. Which, by the way, I don't know what the sequel is called. Uh... But it really should be called Trivergent and then Quadrivergent. Mmm. Wait, I think I know the answer. No, I don't anymore. There's like an Allegiant, isn't there? That's the last one. Okay. Second one is... And the, I don't know. The inevitable prequel is Monovergent. <laughs> Everybody Mambo. <laughs> Everybody Mambo. <laughs> that would be such a random sequel. <laughs> I think I'd like it. Divergent. Anti-Vergence. Revergent. Everybody Mamba. <laughs> that sounds like the fun one. Yeah, yeah. that's after they've won. The new system yeah. is everybody breaks up into a different kind of ballroom dance. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dancing with the Stars meets dystopia. You know mm. what's going to happen. I'd do it. Uh, all right. Uh, let's. Oh, this. yes, this movie's in theaters right now. You guys know it. It's based on the... And it's an adaptation of the Veronica Roth snoozer of the same name, which we read... <laughs> A few episodes back, so go back and catch up if you're interested in hearing our review of the book. Uh, but this week, uh, this week's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. If you go to that address right now, sign up for a free trial membership, you can get an audiobook of your choice absolutely free, and you keep that freeness, and you keep having supported our show, even if you cancel your membership. Also, if you want to force us to watch any movie, including Ocean's 234 or Everybody Mambo... <laughs> Mumbo. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> it would be great. Uh, we'd be happy to do any of those. The way to do it is to sponsor an episode. Go to readdistrict.com. Sign up for our mailing list. You can click on the green dollar sign up down the upper left-hand corner and find it. Sign up for our mailing list, and then you will find out when we have episodes available in a short couple weeks. That's the only way for you to find out is to sign up for the mailing list, so make sure you do that. Readdistrict.com. Sign up for the mailing list now. All right, it's time for us to introduce our panel. Time for me to introduce the panel? Oh, it's going to be fun, you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm your host. I'm Alex Falcone, Alex underscore Falcone on Twitter. And joining us today is at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. Please welcome Ezra Fox. 
Well, sure, Alex, I've seen a hamburger before, but I've never tasted one. <laughs> when was the like when were they walking around looking at hamburgers? Was that that it? <laughs> when were they not talking specifically about penises? I know. I, I kept going, that's what she said like, throughout the entire <laughs> <movie>. as metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Also joining us, uh, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Now, Alex, uh, don't get me wrong. You can choose whatever you want to, but you are going to bring nothing but shame and misfortune on your family if you don't choose to stay within this faction. All no right? pressure. We, no love, pressure. we love you no matter what. No, no matter pressure. What you choose, but don't bring shame on our family. <laughs> don't embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> It does seem kind of gnarly that it's like, here's your choice. Also, your family will hate you forever. <laughs> well, that makes it a democracy. Clearly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that actually is. You can pretty... choose to be an asshole. I'm gonna yeah, one of the core my tenets family. of democracy is now self-loathing. <laughs> no, or no, it's regretting your children. That's the. Oh, yeah. The core. Oh, yeah. Uh, hi, mom. Hi, does, dad. It also <laughs> seems like if membership is so important, they might try harder for like, like retention. It seems mm. like no hamburgers uh, is seeming. Is like you're just letting these kids slip through your fingers. Yeah, right. They're really not. It's like it's like I feel like Verizon is trying just as hard to keep me as a customer as like navigation <laughs> is trying. Well, Ezra, you can look at a picture of a cell phone. <laughs> That's right. We know we're the only ones who get coverage. Seems like yeah. It seems like if I had to make a decision at 12 what frat I wanted to be a part of, it would be like, well, pizza frat, definitely. <laughs> I, I will join the pizza group forever and ever. I don't care. Sorry, family. I know that you, yeah. you guys were really into that not uh, not doing anything fun thing <laughs> yeah, the, signed up the, for. Uh, no salt and single exposed light bulb family dinners. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oof. Harsh Floating lighting light and no sauces. Uh, yeah. and I'm gonna. You want me to choose that over the pizza party that jumps out of trains? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I want to uh, see also, the reverse version just real quickly. I'd love to see the person who's like you know dauntless and just like really wants like the no salt uh like like drab hey, clothing. Uh, just they had pretty nice clothing. It was all made by Gap. You could totally tell. The, the <laughs> like the, that the, was not homespun. The dauntless <laughs> or the. No. no abnegation 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 and when it had all the close-ups i'm like i, I have that like sweater it's what? gap um <laughs> i do actually like the, the abnegation clothing line just gray is the new gray <laughs> yeah i liked i liked the dauntless clothes where it was like athletic military like yeah. it was like you wear a lot of track suits with uh shoulder it was pads. so footlocker there was the gap and then there was the I footlocker like and i'm just yeah. saying i would never choose gap uh, as a as a 12 year old i would have definitely chosen footlocker Mm. Yeah. Uh, Although Homegirl was wearing some deceptively complicated pants. <laughs> deceptively. <laughs> that's yeah. It's like that's uh, the yeah. hardest thing to try to get in those pants. It's just it's just really the logistics of it. <laughs> it seems easy, but then you have to get all of the tumblers to match. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you have to line up the bolts exactly right. <laughs> Let's take it slow because I got a lot of lock picking to do. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna have to pee in about 15 minutes, so I'm just gonna go now. I was going to start the process. That's like button fly <laughs> jeans for me. <laughs> yeah. Also joining us today, I she is wanted... not, she's 100% not available on Twitter, which makes her so much more desirable on Twitter. That's what that, <laughs> that's what that, that does. In Queens, New York, please welcome back, Lisa. I'm going to open this movie summarizing three chapters of exposition using as little inflection as possible. <laughs> You're welcome. 
<laughs> yeah. Thanks, dude. <laughs> they they had to pay by the inflection for this one, so they, they really <laughs> they wanted... did. I was like, "This is Daria. Daria has <laughs> now opened this movie." Oh, and it was still if... two and a half hours, even with that. <laughs> Like clear of exposition to start out with. Why was this movie so long? I I don't know. I two and a half hours for a kids movie is pretty insulting. Why? Here's they, the real question. Why hasn't Daria saved the world yet? <laughs> I know she hasn't met the right boy. Mm. Isn't okay. that what the key was here? It's like because she yeah. would have been dumb if it hadn't been for four. Yeah, she would have. Yeah. She would have died three different times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's actually find out about this plot, Chris. Normally, yeah. I w- I w- I, I'm so tempted. My transition brain wants you to summarize in the style of Daria, but no. <laughs> uh, instead, I would like you to summarize. I'm going to go with what I wrote be- before. I want you to summarize in the style of a sexy trainer with only four fears. Okay, gotta gotta know my motivation here. What are my fears? Uh, spiders. Uh huh. Um, crippling loneliness. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Running out of money on my metro card, <laughs> and oh, showing up too early to a party and being alone. Oh god, the, that the is host? the worst. Then you have to mingle with that one other guy who did that. Mm. Oh, mm. we gotta make conversation until the cool kids get here. Oh, Especially if there are no snacks. Yeah. There are no snacks. You were screwed. Oh yeah, nothing to going do with to, my hands. Going to <laughs> okay. a party with no snacks. <laughs> Any party with no snacks is no party at all, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's a fear, Chris. It's like I have those nightmares. Uh, like, you guys are sp- these fears are getting more than four. I don't know if you realize we're getting a no, lot. No, no, that was just four. <laughs> uh, well, this is my this is one of my oh. main problems with four is like they're like he only has four fears and they're all very specific fears. But it's like I don't know. What what if that dude like I don't know? He's gonna be afraid of something else. Like right? If what if he goes to a party and there's no snacks he didn't know he was afraid of that but now he is yeah it yeah. turns out this is my only this is actually my biggest fear it wasn't it wasn't Every, heights or everybody has 10,000 fears is what I'm getting at there's just things yeah. you don't think about all the time but there's a lot of fears <laughs> some yeah. fears are more important than others I mean Alex that's why you're not four <laughs> sorry yeah no, Alex's new name is like is 234 <laughs> okay okay I gotta focus in here alright uh, blonde hair pouty lips rock hard body here we go. Okay. Um, Great knife throwing. So in a post-apocalyptic dystopian Chicago, um, just like the book, Divergent, uh, society has divided itself into uh, five factions. There's uh, Abnegation, who are the do-gooders. There's Amity, who are the hippie farmers. There's Erudite, who are the smart ones who secretly uh, lust for power. What was that? Oh, I was just Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff for Amity. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally Raven. Hufflepuff. And there's Ravenclaw. The- yeah, uh, Ravenclaw, but who is secretly Slytherin. Yeah. Uh, there's Candor, who is like the lawyer class, I guess. And then there's there's Dauntless, who are the soldiers who uh, pr- who protect the town from what is out there. I always there. forget about Candor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really weren't featured in this movie. Actually, yeah, now that you mentioned it, I also uh, I forget most of them. Yeah, I always forget so, about um, all of them. This movie should be so, called Dauntless the Movie, because it really yeah. doesn't yeah. care about anybody else. No. Um, so, it, you know, the way this society works is once you're 16, you take a chemical, neurological, technological test that tells you which of the five you're most suited to. And then you can choose to do that one or, you know, go against the test, I guess. In, in this case, three minutes test- wrestling with a dog. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, cut dog cuddles. And, and, um, and the test is actually administered in the form of shots. Shots. Yeah, there's shots, so many shots, needles. Shots, shots, shots. <laughs> So many needles. Yeah, the, so many you, needles like to the neck. The first, yeah, the first test was just a shot glass, and then the second one was a shot to the neck. 
Oh yeah, there. that's right. This this one was the shot glass. Yeah. Um. So anyway, once you pick your faction, that's basically your new family. They say faction before blood. It's kind of like a frat with more death. Um, but great yeah, for connections. We can all agree. Yeah. Yeah. Really good for networking <laughs> later. Super good. <laughs> um, and so anyway, uh, to stay when you're traveling through town. <laughs> that's right. And and you get a great secret handshake. You know, the food is surprisingly good. Have hamburger on which one you yeah, they sometimes they have hamburger. Right, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so uh, Beatrice Triss Pryor. Pizza frat. God. So Beatrice Triss Pryor grows up abnegation. So these are the selfless ones. They dress all in gray. They uh, help out the, the factionalists who are kind of like homeless people uh, covered in grime for some reason. Oil. <laughs> yeah, or motor, motor oil. oil. Um, <laughs> motor oil frat. <laughs> and, and Triss, yeah, um, when she takes her test, don't just decide to form a faction. It seems like you've got all the pieces there. <laughs> yeah, they all the pieces did. of like well balanced personalities, and you know, they people with a healthy. But they covered themselves in motor oil. Yeah. that was their cause. It was it, it was the Jiffy Lube uh, franchise. <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll keep our motor running. Um, <laughs> so, Triss. Uh, gets takes the test and she uh, is found to be what's called divergent, meaning she doesn't place strongly in any one frat. Uh, she places like in three of them, and she could pick any one of them. But apparently, that's a really big deal. Like people aren't supposed to do that, and if they find out that there's a divergent in the in the group, they'll kill that person. Um, so she just pretends that she got a normal result, and she goes and she actually pledges Dauntless, which is the the broiest soldier, brave. Um, Ravy uh, frat. It's the frattiest frat. Also, it's the frattiest the frat. Also, with the had... most like uh, combat, I guess. Yeah. They just punch each other. Yeah, there's a lot of punching. <laughs> there's a lot of no handrails. Yeah. They're super lazy about waiting until the train stops to get on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that train don't stop. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, I guess it doesn't. I guess we never see it stop. I just assumed that it had to stop somewhere. Because, like, don't the yeah. other frats need to ride the train? They don't no. get no. nope. That, that's Dauntless's train. Is it really? They stay. They just stay put. Hmm. They just stay. P- oh, that's weird. How do they? Well, erudite has cars because they know how to make it. <laughs> so ridiculous. Because their knowledge is knowing how to drive. <laughs> yeah. Their knowledge is parallel por- parking and backing around corners. Oh man, that was the hardest. Guys, I know. The guys can't pass the test, so they don't get yeah. to drive. Also, you almost said parallel parking, which I think also sounds hard. Gross. Um, so anyway, Triss joins this frat, and it's really hard because she's not super strong or super. She hasn't grown up in this system. So a lot of people who grew up dauntless, who are really good at things like punching and kicking, and uh, also punching. And so she needs to get better at punching. Um, the person who's kind of training them, uh, their sort of uh, pledge master, I guess, is Four. He's this super hot blonde guy who. Um, is, is teaching them how to be uh, better at being soldiers. And uh, there's also the leader of Dauntless, uh, or the leader of that group, is called Eric. And Eric has a lot of piercings and a lot of tattoos, and he's really, like, harsh. He basically is in it to, like, make sort of dumb order-following, like, soldiers. And uh, Four is much more about, like, oh, no, we need to be brave and, like, protect people and stand up for people who don't stand up for themselves. Did, and, did and Eric remind anyone else of, like, kind of uh, douchebag uh, Macklemore? Yeah, he was like fat, pale Macklemore. <laughs> yeah, I just like any it's anytime you team teach, you're gonna have some arguments between the teachers, and that's why you gotta have a one, 
you want to have one focal point who has the clearinghouse for the right answer because otherwise you're going to have somebody say, no, the rules are you fight till you stop. And the other one's like, no, the rules are you fight until you kill your best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You need to work that out ahead of time. Good, uh, good teacher scarring teacher is in like the methodology. <laughs> yeah, uh. you got to work that out ahead of time. That's just not, it's just, it's just too much talking. You know, you have too much bickering in class. Yeah. So uh, the the pledging process or the test process, I guess there's a the first half is physical, and Triss isn't so good at that, but just barely gets high enough in in sort of combat training to to stay on because there are cuts, I guess, uh, and she's you know just barely makes it. But then the second half is this mental portion where she's really really good because she's divergent. She has these other strengths that allows her to realize to basically lucid dream instead of everyone else being caught up in the dream of these tests that they have to take. And she's like, oh, this isn't real. I can just do whatever the fuck I want and then everything's easy so um, she's going through this pledging process but there's also this larger conflict um, where the erudite the brainy people led by Kate Winslet are uh, taking over control led, of society I say, a- excellently can we agree on that oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah she's great I, I, I still was confused why she was there yeah and Ashley Judd both I was like what are you doing <laughs> oh yeah Ashley Judd is Triss's mom um, both Oscar winners um, Ashley Judd won an Oscar? I thought oh, so. Didn't she? I know she was at least nominated for stuff. Ashley Judd? Whatever. Ashley oh, Judd? She's got class, Ezra. Just, just go with the class. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, so they're do- basically the erudite, the intelligent people, are using this same sort of simulation technology to take control of the brains of the dauntless people, the, the soldier guys, and kill... A bunch of people from the other frats, including the uh, abnegation, the do-gooders, who are currently in charge because everyone trusts them. Um, so Triss discovers the plan, and together with Four, the trainer that has the hots for her, and she has the hots for her, and they kind of start doing playing kissy face by the end, um, totally rebels against this thing, saves the day, stabs Kate Winslet in the hand, and uh, basically, it, you know... The moral of the story is if you can be if you can have a multifaceted personality, don't stifle it that much, I guess. Well, unless you're in this situation and then probably want to stifle it for a while if you can. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then but then use it to your advantage and then leave town on a train uh, to go fight the good fight some other yeah, to, to go farming with Amity. I, that's what I was guessing. They're behind the wall. They are. And also maybe like on the other side of the wall is just like Oh, it's Indiana. It's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Indiana, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, this is all going on. And like, like, the rest of the world is basically just disavowed Chicago. And it's like, you know, put them in a fence. <laughs> let them play their frat game. They're, they're, yeah. We kill each other. We don't, we don't need to worry about them. And then the rest of the country is just normal with touchscreens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that future bombed out Chicago basically looks like normal Chicago, but with zip lines connecting all the buildings. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Well, actually, let's use that to transition into our compliments now, because it's time for the compliment sandwich. We like to start and end every show with a compliment. Lisa, as your, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Um, I'll go first. All right. Lay it on us. What is your compliment for Divergent, the movie? <laughs> okay, so I really disagreed with most of the music choices. Okay. Mm. Although I was Solid start you know, for kind a of digging the rave beat. <laughs> but the beat, the Dauntless beat for their running was really, really catchy. And I kind of want it for my iPod when I run. <laughs> because when I run, I really want like killer drum beats. 
And there was a lot of running in this movie, so there was a lot of drumming. They are. The the Dauntless run to everything. So, like, basically, they're just, like, every meeting of Dauntless people is, like, a lot of, like, (sighs) all right, so uh, our first order of business. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, I, I really hope for the sake of like I don't know everyone's noses they just have like kind of showers and like towel service everywhere in Dauntless because I feel like because <laughs> that or maybe that fabric is so good it wicks the moisture away into the abnegation camp. But they're pumped. It, the reason why they're running is because they are they are pumped. Yeah. Oh, I, thought, pumped I thought they were stoked on life because they were beyond <laughs> daunted. They were not daunted. Yeah, mm. and and Junkie XL's soundtrack to this movie. I know. Really <laughs> His name is Junkie took it over XL. the top. Good job, Junk. All right, uh, <laughs> Ez, why don't we make you number two? Okay. Um, there were zip lines. I don't yeah. know why, why why all the compliments will not just be about zip lines. <laughs> well, there were zip lines. We got to ride them. I like zip lines. I, it was great. Actually, when the zip line was from her point of view, it looked great. And when mm. it was of her, it looked like uh, you made a music video in the mall of you flying. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. just like the worst green screen CGI combo. It just looked so dumb. From but her perspective, wh- it was fun. Yeah, but why would you put the handbrake in the back yeah. and not hold it? Yeah, like, the handbrake the needs to be in the front. Yeah. At the end, you have to stop, and they put the handbrake basically... <laughs> above the small of her back when she's flying on her tummy. Yeah. So she has to like grip around and like kind of fumble for this thing or else she'll die. Well, I'll Actually, tell you, yeah, like, I'll tell you why, why aim it towards a solid wall. No, yeah. I'll tell you why they did this, you guys. Because they are not daunted. Yeah. We gotta yeah. add extra daunts so you could be undaunted by them. Yeah, to not be daunted yeah. by. Yeah, fair enough. The handbrake is, I... out of, is super inconvenient. They don't tell her about the brake until right as they're letting her go. And there's no indicator of when to start breaking, except the people yeah. screaming, going, it's too late! <laughs> <laughs> also, they have no indication as to how that harness gets back up to the top of the Sears Tower so fast. Yeah, uh, they have a bunch of them. A bunch of harnesses. Well, no, but you'd have to, I guess you have to clip the whole thing on. Anyway, yeah. basically, yeah. This, the name of that, this is like, the name of that game is like, really fun for one person and a lot of waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of stairs beforehand. Right, which they, yeah, so it's a lot of like, all right, you guys, the handbrake. (laughs) Here's my issue. I put it where I put it, okay? (laughs) I mean, I I think the issue actually was like, I don't think they had a lot of timing between people going. So, like, if they had multiple harnesses, like, there was going to yeah. be like another like Dauntless Initiate just careening straight into her ass. Like you're this right if she doesn't get off fast enough. I was concerned about that when they ju- jumped into the net from the top of the building, there was no system for knowing. <laughs> like she like took her time getting off the net. Somebody could have jumped right behind her. There was going to be a lot of squishing in Dauntless. Yeah. <laughs> the squishy is That's part of the Daunt. Yeah, right. I bet there's a lot daunted, of smushing in Dauntless. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Chris, do you want to be third? Oh, yeah. Um, so the movie did a great job of uh, kind of having a cool visual for the uh, the test that Tris takes to determine what frat she's most suited to. And you mean uh, the funhouse mirror effect? Yeah, there was just that thing where the entire room is mirrors, and it's like mirror on mirror on mirror, so she's going forever. And she can't really tell. Like, there's a dog that shows up, but she doesn't know which dog is the real dog. Mm. And my compliment is to mirror mazes, <laughs> which I think are... Really fun. I went uh, with my good buddy Nick in Switzerland. I, I went to uh, this place that had a crazy Ooh. mirror maze where it was like six-sided rooms that like did all this Swiss, weird stuff. Swiss mirror maze. That's the best kind. Yeah, I know. 
Excellent. When you wrote that down, at the same time, I wrote in huge over all of my notes, mirrors are creepy. <laughs> like, that was <laughs> like mirrors are so creepy. I will no, never look at a mirror fun. again. Well, so you're gonna <laughs> you don't know what's m- real. It's mind bendy. Anyway, I thought it was a cool visual, and mirror mazes are the best. They re- the they, end. They use that same set from the Justin Timberlake mirrors video, <sighs> where he's. Do you have seen that? I imagine there's some mirrors. Yeah, it's it's pretty on the nose. <laughs> Let's get back to the compliments. I'm gonna go next because I'm last. The my major compliment for this uh, is that I love future indicators, mm. uh, like the mm. unnecessarily different things the production designers have to do in a movie like this, so that you don't forget it's the future. So like Chicago is like a visual of Chicago with some crumbled buildings, and then jet engines strapped to the buildings for no reason. They're really inefficient wind power turbines. Yeah, just right? a ton of little tiny slow-moving turbines, but they just they look like jet engines, and they're on all the buildings all the time for no reason. And then also, uh, the other, another great one was the shot glass she took was like a glass, but for some reason the inside was shaped like a funnel so that you could get only half as much beverage in there as the glass would normally hold, because it's the future. <laughs> <laughs> It's just uh, oh, I love I love unnecessary futures, and then like like the touch screens are like pretty like standard off the shelf touch screen stuff. But then for some yeah. reason in the rest of Dauntless, like they have this one magic LED board that's <laughs> super thin that has their rankings, and then they don't touch a piece of technology anywhere else. It's just exposed concrete. Yeah. The rest and jumpsuits or fix the building. Yeah, right. like there's <laughs> they never fix the building. Yeah, they, it's, it's hard to do masonry while you're jogging, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into our hates now. Uh, I think it's time for us to decide which Haitian we're going to join. Uh, so, mm. oh. you know, cut your hand, drip some blood into a bowl, which is <laughs> so super unsanitary. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were all about... Okay, first hate off yeah. the bat. They were all about sharing knives and, for some reason, sharing needles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They all have AIDS. That's all I was thinking the entire time. I'm like, you all have AIDS. AIDS or future syphilis. You know what? Yeah, you know, what, you know how they feel about that, though, Lisa? Undaunted. Twenty <laughs> percent of them are undaunted. Everyone yeah, but else it's the entire... has AIDS. <laughs> so Am- Amity also has it, and so does like everyone. Has oh it. yeah, that's the same future. night for the entire freaking community. Hi, well, I'm Candor. I have AIDS. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on a second, you guys. I th- Hello. The, the test was just a shot glass of blue juice. They might be washing the shot glass. It's the future. But the no, it's the knife. Oh, the knife, the knife thing. Oh, you're right. That's true. They never. It was the same knife. You're right. I was like, you have to be kidding seriously, me. Seriously, bloodborne pathogens, you guys. I know it's the future, but seriously, <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a better way of choosing. Yeah. Can um, you just be like that one? Point your finger. Yeah. yeah do yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Everyone I'm, gets a rock, and you drop your rock into the mar- the thing. Or no, everyone I'm, bring gets your a- own knife. It's not that hard. <laughs> bring your own knife. Well, BYO abnegation knife. Abnegation gave all their knives to the homeless. Oh. <laughs> do fingernail i don't care no don't Fla- cut yourself. floss too hard floss blood. too hard and bleed on it you don't need to bleed yeah, why does it have to be blood blood is gross here's what it is everyone gets a dollar and then you have all of the jars for each of the factions and then the one with the most jars is clearly the best faction and they win the contest that year how about this how about this we all just guess how many jelly beans are in the jar okay yeah. <laughs> oh uh i just wanted to join the hate faction of bad sound design huh. Ooh. <laughs> Because yeah. Junkie XL, A, the music was weird and not good and like underscored every time that Tris is supposed to feel 
uh, a Twitter painted with uh-huh. lyrics that go, oh, yeah. Oh, and like there was so much like craziness there. The first and, time she started also, making out the music literally goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it was really bad. And, and then like there's this part where she's like standing it and she takes the place of another guy because she's brave and she's going to have uh, throwing knives thrown near her head. And every time the knife hits the wall, it's like comically over dubbed with like huge (laughs) or not even yeah it's not even spring but it's like boom (laughs) like every time a knife hits a wall and it's like you you don't need to do that just the normal sound would be scary enough there's just a lot of sound issues with this yeah that's weird but so you have these kids choose and they get to choose one of the groups is smart the kids get to say like i feel smart uh, that would be the dumbest frat if it's only people who think they're smart choose the smart frat. Like, because the smart people know they're not smart enough for erudite, right? <laughs> it's just a people, yeah. group of people who are like dumb, but not not so dumb that they don't want to be smart, but like not smart enough to know how dumb they are. You know, there's like a stupidity point on the graph. They're all there. Well, no, that's what the magic test is for. Okay. Come on. Do we there, have to talk about the test some more? Okay, first of all, they got rid of the <laughs> no. cheese and replaced it with meat, which upset Yeah, that was the weirdest. <laughs> I I, someone, someone wanted to talk about, like, hopefully we talked about the changes between the book and the movie. I think that was the only important one, really. What? No, they cut the out only. so much. Like, if you watch this without watch, reading the book, this movie makes no freaking sense. Yeah, I know the book doesn't make sense, but, like, they cut. There's no... No reason they did anything. Oh, Lisa, like we it, brought two people who had never seen, like, read the book before, and they're like, "That made no sense." It made no sense because it was meat instead of cheese. I mean, that was classic <laughs> Ezra. <laughs> yeah, really. When it, if it was cheese, there, the whole thing would have been much clearer. <laughs> yeah, it would have come together really nicely. <laughs> yeah. Also, there were like, less. Why did Al try to kill her? Like, there was just no. Why did she leave? What? Well, what, like, that one is Does she one. love her mother? Like, there was like there's wait, wait, nothing there. I, oh, both of those Let's... make perfect sense, to Lisa, uh, because they're not daunted. <laughs> <laughs> also, there were less kids getting stabbed in the eye with knives. Oh, yeah. What? No. So they took out all the gratuitous violence at the beginning Not of the book really and added it to the me. end. They did <laughs> add it to the end where so many people got shot. It was like an 80s action movie at the end. We're just like, we watched Tango and Cash. I think this is a higher body count than Tango and Cash. Everybody this, got shot, uh, but here's what's great Not a single gun is reloaded in this movie. <laughs> Never once. Like they shoot each other, and then like, oh, my gun's out of bullets, and then they just drop the gun and walk away, and they never throw the gun at a guy. Future. It's the future. In the future, that was re- your future. Okay, building. okay. You've got a hundred foot fence. You're fighting against the boogeyman. Why do you need throwing knives? That's a useless skill. Take that whole section of the class and focus it on reloading firearms. <laughs> so you know why they need throwing knives? So you can put Kate Wins's hand against the screen. It was the coolest part of the movie. That was kind of. I cool. bet that's when I realized why Kate Winslet was in that movie is because getting your hand stuck against a screen with a knife is a Really okay, awesome. But it's a Our it's theater a actually thin... applauded. Did they really? Oh yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah, applauded during that point. Um I think New York audiences were a little too generous. I don't think they earned that one. <laughs> oh the only the only part of the movie that, that my awesome. audience like audibly reacted to was when she was when the guy was like or when Kate Winslet said, You're not gonna shoot me and she's like, Why do people keep saying that? And then that was her. funny. Yeah. It was the only funny part in the whole movie. Oh man, I, I do have to hate on that again. Like, okay, so Tris presumably knows how to how to you know shoot people in places that kill them and don't kill them. Why would she kill yeah. her friend as the one person that she tries to? It, well, still, we, yeah. we when you established that during point. training Ezra that she's a good shot but not a great. Shot. <laughs> oh right, yeah. statistically and they have, she should have hit something. Although yeah, that knife throw sh- was right on point when she needed it. 
That's yeah, not a she, shot. Had it been she a had shot, knife, knives. She could have had. Yeah. It's not the same thing. <laughs> okay. It's a knife gun. Okay, but he, okay. If she had just had a gun that she had reloaded and she had shot Kate Winslet's hand, would have been fine. Also, sticking her hand to the screen doesn't make sense. It's a wafer thin s- digital screen. It's not the knife is not going to hold there. It's going to go. It's going to break the screen. It's going to go. Psh, and then her it hand looks so. Cool, it looks though. so cool. <laughs> Like, no matter what you say, it looks cool. It looks fine. It looks fine. (laughs) And who's to say it's not a polycarbonate that doesn't shatter? Mm -hmm. Okay, but if it's polycarbonate that doesn't shatter, why does the knife stick into it? Because it's a knife. Yeah. Because she's really good at throwing. Also, why do the dauntless poop in public? Why is that a necessary part? Because they're not daunted. They're not daunted by poop. (laughs) But why? Those are like the three things. They're like not daunted by train entrance and exits. They're not daunted by knife fighting, and they're not daunted about pooping in a group. Actually, I love the idea that like four like saw the toilets, and then like he's like, "Well, I guess I'm five now because I didn't realize this is an issue." But (laughs) yes, exactly. He would be constantly adding fears. I feel like group poop definitely would have been one of my fears after that. <laughs> Are you ready for your final test, Chris? I'm nervous, but I, I guess I'm ready. Great, great. I, if you pass this, remember, you become a full member of the podcast instead of just an intern. This coffee is great, by the way. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. What we're going to do, Chris, is inject you with this serum, and then you'll have to face every one of your deepest fears. Also, can I get some of that coffee? Yeah, sure. Here you go, man. Thanks. If you face your fears bravely, we'll hire you on full-time. You know, I could really use the health insurance. Oh, we don't offer health insurance. Good luck. Uh, this is just a dusty field. There's nothing here to be afraid of, I don't think. Oh no, bees! Oh, I'm so afraid of bees. Uh, what do I do? Uh, ouch! Oh god, there's a puddle. Bees don't like water. Right, I'll dive in there. Ooh, oh, what is this? A giant plexiglass box? Okay. Oh no, the tank is slowly filling with water. Oh, let me out! Wait, it's not water. The tank is slowly filling with bees. Oh, no. Okay, okay. Calm down, Chris. You can do this. This isn't it real. I can just crack the glass with my fingers. Ooh, okay. This is just a nicely furnished apartment. Here I am. Nothing to be afraid of here. I would like us to have sex now. No, 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 no. Let's take it slow. We can't take it slow because I'm made entirely out of bees. Ah! Think, Chris. What calms down bees? Oh, smoke, smoke. I'll give them smoky eyes. Hey, bees. Uh. Hey, did I do it? Great work, Chris. Ezra had the previous record of 184 fears, which is why we call him 184 all the time. That's right, 234. But Chris, you only had one fear. I mean, you were really afraid of bees. Really, really afraid. But it's still only one fear, and that is amazing. Welcome to the team, buddy. Yeah. We, we can't afford uh, health insurance for you, I'm sorry, but we can what? offer you a free audiobook of your choice by going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep. You just have to sign up for a free trial of Audible's excellent service, and you can keep your free audiobook even if you cancel before it charges you anything. Wait, that's my signing bonus? That's awesome. I love audiobooks. I can listen to them on the subway and on my way to real work. 
they're great. Uh, but actually, any of our listeners can have that. It's not just a signing bonus. Anybody, it doesn't even have to face their fears or anything. You could just go to audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep and get a free audiobook anytime you want. I did it yesterday, and I'm not even an employee. Oh. Huh. Well, at least I get to feel like part of the team. Uh, actually, no. I'm sorry to tell you this, buddy. You're still in the simulation. And we're bees! Ah! And you still need to get me a coffee! Okay! I'm scared and lonely I try to be patient But I'm hurting deep inside And I can keep waiting All right, so uh, we have a new segment we're going to play today. It's called Juggernaut. Ezra, this was your idea, so why don't you explain us uh, this game? Sure. So um, it seems pretty clear to all of us by now that um, a lone teenage girl who finds love and then punches people will basically, no matter what, bring down the government at some point. So um, <laughs> a, sing- a, real- a lone girl who falls in love and punches things can bring down almost any organization. In fact, it's the only thing that ever has. Margaret Mead. <laughs> Wait, only if they have an inappropriate... Ew. It's only true if they have an inappropriate um, romance. Yes, oh, that's true. You can true. only we, take down things if you are in love with someone who is incredibly inappropriate. It wasn't it was that in a inappropriate. Power it, it, was like, yeah. it was like a major no. relationship. You were not... I, you cannot condone teacher-student relationships in any way or form. Okay, it's I don't like... Okay. I agree with that. I don't like teacher-student relationships. I don't like any relationship with a clear power imbalance that's... Uh, like causing, vampires? Yeah, like vampire... <laughs> not, vampires and, and, and non-vampires. Vampire and like vampire... a vampire and a super vampire falling in love with each other. It's just a power <laughs> yeah, imbalance. A vampire and a vampire <laughs> trainer. You don't want anything to do with those, but... <laughs> You got to understand. You got to admit that the circumstances here are a little different, you know, because they were the both. They were the only two divergent people in the world. No, there was that well, other guy. No, there's, there's that other guy that right, they just what, shoot. Yeah, right, the dumbest <laughs> divergent in the world. He's, yeah, he's so dumb. <laughs> that guy proved that really divergence does not mean you're a special mental person. It just means, like in some brilliant way, it just means that you're immune to serum. That's all divergence yeah. is. You just had a mild s- serum intolerance and mm-hmm. could get out of the simulation because that guy was dumb. I mean, here's here's how you know this is like a weird relationship is because like the actors themselves, that's also kind of weird. Like, so like she's 23 and he's like 30, and that's like also oh, kind of like 29. Okay, he's turning 30 this year. <laughs> okay, when well, okay. she's turning 24, she was 23. Really, she looked like 22. A baby. Oh, she's okay. So she's 20. So 22 and okay. 29. Did you not bother to look these up, Ezra, when you started to say this? <laughs> can't do math when it's like if their birthday hasn't happened yet this year i only look at the year number okay, no that's fair that's super hard I right agree with you on that that's one of my fears <laughs> While pooping quick bees. birthday math <laughs> all right so uh, so so the juggernaut right yes yeah juggernaut. juggernaut how do you take her down how, how do you stop tris or so the you, next uh, so you're the government you're you're an evil overly complicated government system and mm-hmm, you see yes. a lone young girl who's kissing her teacher and punching people and you're like how do we stop her that's your question yeah i i have one idea if i could start us off yeah yep. please do so i've noticed that the more love interests we have the slower the rest of the stuff moves so <laughs> yeah sure. uh, just throw so, boyfriends at her well right well, we have like the love triangle sure or or you know the love whatever three-point thing alex if we want to be tactical right, what can't... if we do make it like yeah uh like a, a hexagon a octagon a, a, a pentathlon i don't know a twelve-pointed star. Wait, did she have two in this book? Uh, in this movie? Well, in no. the in the book, Al liked her. 
And then also, jumps off a cliff. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then tries to kill her and kills himself. Um, right. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, pushed, we, we only had the one. On the, there's no handrail. They say he jumped, but there's just it's just a slippery rock with no handrail. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, they just find like three other recruits who like were doing yeah. fine down there. It's like wow, yeah. it's really dangerous. Oh man, yeah. that guy just he just found a hundred dollars, so he's probably doing fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had so much to live for a hundred dollars. This guy's getting I laid think... later today, so he seems fine. It must just you know what? Let's put a handrail. Uh, let's be done. He had a hooker yeah. date for a hundred dollars. <laughs> I, I it did, this movie made me love handrails. I was just, oh yeah, it, I was really pro handrail so by about, the end. I'm all about OSHA these days. <laughs> As just to bounce off what you were saying, so if you're the government and you're mm-hmm. trying to like insulate yourself from this girl who falls in love and punches people, like why don't you have all of your middle management be male models with really strong chins? Right? <laughs> yes. So that way she has to like get through all this paperwork, and everyone who's stabbing her paperwork is giving her sexy eyes. Mm. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is like there's a part where Triss is like uh, confronting her biggest fears and she's like not even anywhere close to discovering the evil government plan because her greatest fear is like, oh no, this box is filling up with boyfriends faster than I can <laughs> yeah. fall in love with it. <laughs> faster That's than I right. can fall in love with them. Um, yeah. I, I have an idea. Yeah, what do you got, Lise? Oh, Well, you know, in all of these and also Disney movies, parents die. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that the government should just keep her parents alive and oh. then there won't be any problems. Yeah, just stock up on parents. <laughs> loving parents who are yeah. just around no daddy issues yeah. what are you gonna do now <laughs> yeah now, now she doesn't even need these love quadrangles yeah she has like supportive parents who are okay with the fact that she chooses what she wants and yeah she's like okay that's a great one i'm happy that is a really um, strong you know. i was actually gonna say something similar which is that uh all of these worlds these kids uh save the world uh and i and I, the reason is because the governments are too good at putting down adult rebellions mm. so my theory mm. is let the adults adults rebel a little bit, and then the kids won't feel the need to take over. Yeah, oh yeah, just be waiting until they graduate to adulthood. Yeah, then they're then they're more into like reading magazines and going on on dates and and texting. What do kids do? I don't even know anymore. You know, actually, that's a great idea, Alex. Like, if you think about it, if we like, if the parents are all rebelling, then the, the yeah. kids will rebel against the parents instead of the government. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah. like oh, and they'll be like tiny politics. fascists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fascism's um. super cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so or, here was mine. what about killing her while you can? Oh, also a good option. But <laughs> no, because she had like so many chances to kill her. No, that's like Moses, and there's like so many stories where it's like, oh, yeah. this baby's gonna kill you, and so you try to kill the baby, and then the baby is, and there's a chicken and the egg problem because then the baby's like, well, they tried to murder me when I hadn't done anything, so I do hate yeah. this yeah. government, and then they become yeah. That was the plot. Actually, yeah. that was really the plot of Kung Fu Panda too as well. <laughs> Yeah. Was it really? Although yes. I, I feel like there's a survivor bias with rebel babies that once they kill, never actually like say I was wronged. Well, that's true. That's right. That's a good point. That's um, like yeah. So mine, uh, similar to Lisa's, uh, killer if you have the chance, is like, does anybody in this movie have a door with a lock on it? Mm. I feel like they walk through so many doors that are just magically unlocked that she would have been caught mm-hmm. so many times. There are more locks if, like, on mirrors than on office doors with secrets behind. <laughs> So, like, really, just, like, a little bit of security would have gone a long way. It would have. Uh, Alex, like, like you were just mentioning, I think, actually, the mirror option is a really good one. Like, because, like a parakeet, she's easily distracted by her own image. <laughs> she is. <laughs> just like a just, parakeet, she also knows, like, six phrases and uses them all the time. <laughs> Four? Four? <laughs> Let's take it slow. Four? Let's take it slow. <laughs> You don't need. It to is good to take it slow, though. Yeah, I'm fine. Although now that I know she's 23, now I'm kind of like, you know what? Take it faster. 
<laughs> You're not getting any younger. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. gonna kill you with a mirror soon. <laughs> that would be the worst. Like if in her fears, like in the fear landscape, he's like, "Come on, let's do it." And he takes off his shirt, and she's like, "No, let's take it slow." And he goes, "Listen, honey, you're 23. Who are you fooling?" <laughs> yeah, that would be such a gnarlier fear. <laughs> like the fear of like people being physically violent to you is like totally understandable. But there's like this the much deeper fear of like, "Oh, I am getting older. Will anyone ever love me?" That would have been so much more pressing here. Yeah, we're just we're just like, hey, look, you're doing an unpaid internship. Like, where is this career going, really? Yeah, and she- <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would, one of her fears is like is like uh, being in a, in a nursing home and no one comes to visit. Like, why not? How do you not include that? And mm. then the nursing home made entirely out of bees. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think that yeah, part of it is like she doesn't have time or the ability to in the society be afraid of interesting things. Like all the fears are like, well, you know, like I don't like birds so much. <laughs> or like, remember that that time when our one light bulb went out? That wasn't great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all this. This is something that's so frustrating to me. We've talked about this before too. But like the Harry Potter syndrome. Like the why aren't the parents more effective at fighting evil? Why does it always <laughs> got to be a kid kids that defeat evil in every one of these? No, it, it's like with Ender's Game. Like they're yeah, they're Ender's smaller. Game. That we made the controls for them. <laughs> yeah. The thumb pad is just tiny, so you need a kid's size hand or a monkey. Those are your only two choices <laughs> to save the world. That'd be great. We're just like we're like Triss is like falling in love with boys. Just some monkey, like a monkey, just decides to save the world. And she's like, Good job, JoJo. <laughs> oh, I like that. So Three much cheers better. for JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's do our second half of our compliment sandwich now. We're going to go in reverse order, which nice. means I have to go first. I uh, here's my compliment though. I like that. I like in these movies. I like imagining how this romance is going to continue after the movie's <laughs> over. Oh like, boy! When, yeah, because that's a really interesting point. Yeah, like because they end like just taking a train off to the distance, like with each other and like a couple of people. Yeah. Do yeah. you know how hard it is to move in with somebody? Like, there's a lot of uh, like acclimating you have to do. And if you were doing that in an Amity farm after having watched your parents get murdered like six hours ago and overthrowing the government, th- there's just going to be a lot of stresses on that relationship. Like, you're going to be fighting about dishes and money and then also <laughs> about whether or not to overthrow the government today. Uh, are you sure we're fighting about your blender or are we fighting about your parents having just died? I mean, guys, I think you're jumping ahead. Do you know how hard it is to take a, a train ride with someone and no phone? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> just, they're just bored and so they're gonna start fighting yeah just a long conversation i don't know man what are you talking about you've been living together like uh you're just like hey that dauntless thing was pretty crazy yeah yeah remember two weeks ago when we had not met yet yeah oh, i do remember that <laughs> what if four isn't the name of is actually his number of fears it's the number of uh recruits he's slept with before so after they start dating she's, they, she has to start calling him five Oh. oh, call me five. This is what I'm saying. Like, they know nothing of each other's histories at this point. You know, because, yeah. like, Dauntless, obviously, they're not afraid of, afraid of bloodborne pathogens. They're probably not afraid of STDs either. So are this, this, you know what they are afraid of? Emotional intimacy. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, no. We have to go to the logical conclusion. They are undaunted by intimacy. So they're, like, <laughs> wow, all married yeah. to, like, they, like, get those tattoos what? right away. They, they commit to anything right away 100%. Oh, all right then. All the all the. You don't think that married. was romantic at the end? Mike, both of my parents died today. I know because they love you, and then they hug. That wasn't romantic to you. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of sweet. Checks out to me. 
you know, it's those battle forged relationships that I'm just concerned can't survive the everyday life that's going to come out at the farm. I mean, if if speed and then speed two taught me nothing, it's that it's going to be tough <laughs> to maintain those kinds of relationships. Yeah. Oh, and then and then three uh, speed three everybody mambo. <laughs> I learned a lot from those. Hey, oh mambo! All right, uh, who's next? That makes I think it's Chris me. next. Yeah. Um, so before this movie. We saw a preview for the new Step Up movie. That <laughs> oh, no. Tanya and I are super psyched to see. We love this series. And I couldn't, that, that kind of primed me because watching these Dauntless kids run around to like kind of some ravey music, like they're all in a group. Like I thought they were constantly on the verge of a uh, dance number. You know, yeah, of popping and a locking. Oh, were they about to serve someone? They were about to serve someone. And it turns out they served someone bullets. So it was less fun. But you just got just served and like, shot. Instead yeah, of all that time with near- knife training, they should have been doing basic dance steps. Yeah. You know, like, and for me, whenever I saw them, I could never take them seriously. Like, in the book, it's like, Dauntless, oh, they're kind of scary. A kid got stabbed in the eye. And right. in this one, like, oh, there's some tribal drumming, and they're, like, at a jog. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm, Okay. These tracksuits you know. sure are menacing. Yeah, a lot of hip flexibility for that, like, groundwork you're going to do. You know what they should have learned at one point? <clears throat> Any kind of basic field medicine. That would have been super helpful. Oh, like, yeah. Just, like, one shot anywhere seems to just really incapacitate people, unless you're evil also. Yeah, and then you're good to go for a while. instead of the needle that Maggie Q was using, she was a medic and could stitch people up? Because mm. Maggie Q was just basically a tattoo artist. She was full-time. <laughs> oh, she was cool. Guy. I forgot we didn't mention her. She was cool. I liked her. Yeah. Yeah. But also, that wasn't a t- tattoo artist. She just used a machine was, yeah, for a movie that was super, super pro needle. There were no needles. That's in the so tattoos. true. I was so bothered by that because it was like, <laughs> oh, I'm making this big decision. I'm gonna come in and get a tattoo, and it goes, ching. There it is. That's it. It was just like you picked it on the wall. They went, ching, and it was already on your body forever. I don't know. The fact that it doesn't take long and doesn't hurt just seemed like such an anticlimactic decision to get a tattoo. It it wasn't dauntless at all. No, it was very it was, was very dauntful. <laughs> Yeah, it should be a it should be a prison tat with like ink spilled from a pen a pen and like the lid of a can oh, and gosh. like yeah they would have yeah. been fine with that and they would have used the needle on the next person yeah because they're horrifying also <laughs> I don't like that her tattoo was like the of the birds flying because it looked like the birds had been trapped in her bra and just escaped <laughs> we're free we're finally free <laughs> it's just a weird look you shouldn't tattoo that way yeah that too all right Chris nope. you just went Ezra what's your minor compliment. <laughs> I'd just um, like to tell you that you went, Chris. And I want to tell everyone else. Classic Chris. <laughs> Classic Chris. Classic Chris. Um, this movie taught me some good draft theory, actually. So um, at one point, they're picking teams. Oh. And um, so uh, douchebag... Oh, for uh, Capture the Flag, right? Yeah, exactly. For, cap- for Capture the Flag. Uh, so douchebag uh, Macklemore uh, picks the best guy first. Uh-huh. And then um, four picks basically the girl the he wants worst- to sleep with. Yeah, the girl he wants to sleep with. Oh, I guess that's a different part of the theory. Um, <laughs> it depends on what draft you're actually working on. He's going long con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, right, like, like uh, douchebag Macklemore was never going to pick uh, Triss. So why would, you right. know, like... Don't waste it, a pick. That, that pick was safe for, like, a while. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you should pick if, the person at that At the end, you if it want. was just Triss, stand, Triss standing there, the, Macklemore would have been like, I'll take uh, that pack of three Sharpies. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
because yeah. I, you know, I always run out of those. Uh, can I just have like, do we need the lights in here? I'll take an extra <laughs> battery or something. Is there some used duct tape? I'll take some used duct tape. That always comes in little hand. Yeah, it's still yeah, a little yeah. sticky. I mean, there's Tris yeah. or there's three sharpies, and I like don't have as many sharpies. <laughs> yeah, although you that know, pick as was safe could forever. Yeah, Ezra, I I hate to quibble with you, but he could have been trying to psych out Eric to think that he like basically to make Eric think he knew what four was up to. Okay, but maybe also like a, also Tris ended up being the best player, so maybe he knew that. But secondly, she was the best yeah. player because she climbed to the top to see the flag, which they had brilliantly stashed in the top of a clock tower, which is visible from everywhere. Uh, yeah, and the, the flag Paul glows, so idea. you could see that glow for yeah. miles. And and then so basically she was like she found the flag and then had that had nothing to do with the fact that she just needed to lead a full fledged assault on the entire other team who were all guarding their flag. Like there yeah. was no her climbing had no ad- advantage at all. She was a wasted pick. But four did touch her hip while they were climbing. No, exactly. And then the music went, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty good. This is what I'm saying. As, as I think you, I like your th- theory about drafts here, but you're totally wrong. It's pick the girl you're trying to sleep with because after this game is over, you'll still be trying to sleep with her. That's it's a different theory I had not thought of. Use it for long-term planning, man. Shit. <laughs> so whoever you want to sleep with, pick them no matter what. Right. And also you know, <laughs> three Sharpies because those last a while. Yeah, those two last a while. Man, I would have been happy with two. Yeah, well, you'll lose one, so you'll end up with two anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa, that leaves you. What's your minor compliment? <laughs> My compliment is that this movie unintentionally, like, totally brought out the 14-year-old boy in me. Because <laughs> there were so many, so many sexual innuendos where, I already said it before, I was shouting out, that's what she said, because there's, like, the closing of the door that's, like, dramatic, and then she's like... Are you sure you're ready? He goes, Are you ready to let me into you? And then she's like, My head? And then you're like, What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, there were so many. Li- and then I felt so bad because I left, and this kid that I taught, she's like in fifth grade, came out of the movie theater too, and I was being so inappropriate. <gasps> so, anyway, I don't. And there was a part where everybody was really like quiet, it was a very serious moment, and I was just laughing. Full on laughing to like uncomfortably so, where everybody's looking at me and I'm just still laughing. Because oh, no. <laughs> because he closes the door and he looks at her and then he's like, "Do you want to show me?" Then he shows her the tattoos and it's like, "Do you want to see mine?" And I'm like, "This is hilarious." Yeah. Anyway, he has an entire like, entire torso <laughs> tattoo and and he's like, "Do you want to see my tattoo?" And like, what what's what's the what's the best like tattoo you think you get on your body to make someone want to sleep with you guys? Because this seemed to do the trick for 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 four. No, what, I, a lot of stripes. No, she, she was the gonna. With tigers. No. <laughs> <laughs> she was gonna sleep with him anyway. I don't think like the tattoo was really what sealed the deal. It, was, it wasn't a deal breaker. It wasn't a deal sealer. No, he was in a position of authority over her. This is her first time wearing clothes that weren't from Lisa's closet. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet sweater, you have to. Know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like what they did with the layering. It's good. <laughs> I know. They just looked so itchy. Everything that that, that they wore. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll just have like a, a tattoo that says like I will pick you first if you sleep with me. <laughs> um, I would, that just please, maybe. Please. No, no. Asking it's, nicely it's, is nice. I think you should just tattoo emotionally unavailable on you. Oh, yeah. Oh. You I will never psychology. love you. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm not your dad. 
Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back again next week as we are pretty reliable. Next week, we're talking about Forever Night, the Canadian TV show about vampires from the 80s. And it looks awesome. I'm excited about that, you guys. I'm pretty excited. Did you choose it? No, that's a sponsored sponsored episode, episode, uh, which you can choose something for us. If you go to read-weep.com, sign up for our mailing list, you'll find out when we have more sponsorships available. Click on the green dollar sign. You can also find other ways to support our show. We really appreciate it. If you have any feedback for us, we're on Twitter at read underscore weep, on Facebook.com slash read weep, read slash contact will get to us. Also, I'm at Alex underscore Falcone. Uh, thanks for joining us at C. Walter Smith and at Ezra Fox. Hey, of course. Yep. Thanks for answering in order so people knew which was which. And I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Ezra. I swamp thing. <laughs> and I'm Lisa. All right. Uh, Wait, thanks for, thanks for joining us, Lisa. You're Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it enough. Was I there anything did. you like on the internet, Lisa? Yeah, what do you like on the internet recently? Oh, guys, you keep asking me this, and it's still Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you watching on Hulu right now? Arrow. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, like, I was way into Marvel, and now it's starting to sway me some DC. Huh. Wow. Interesting. Oh, nice. Are you excited about the three new shows that they're going to start developing, like Flash? And yes. <laughs> right. That's cool. Well, thanks for joining us, Lisa. We really appreciate it. Uh, we'll be, we'll be, uh, we'll talk to you again soon when we have some more YA to deal with. Yay! Oh, Yay. Right. Where they kill each other. And thank children you, children killing. Thank children. you at home for listening. You're not necessarily at home. Maybe you're at work or on on your commute or uh, jogging to catch a train. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Either way, we really appreciate it. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Ah, oh, damn it, guys. <laughs> no more bees. <peace. laughs>